iceberg, as it turns out, has the plans for Pluton, the ancient weapon Crocodile was after. Upon constantly refusing to provide them to the government, they sent the undercover agents of Cypher Pole 9 to retrieve it by any means necessary. As he lays dying from his wounds, Iceberg finally reveals more information about Robin. The research of the Ponyglyphs is actually illegal, so much so that one that no one in the world knows how to decipher them. Robin is actually the only person in the world with the power to revive the secrets hidden in these ancient stones. Only when CP9 learns that the blueprints are still nowhere to be found do they finally reveal themselves. Surprisingly, they were working under Iceberg the whole time. These sets of episodes leave us with questions of plenty. Why is Robin helping the government? Are there more CP9 members hidden amongst Galila? Who is Tom and what's the Ohada incident? You forgot the most important question. Oh. Where the fuck did Sanji go? It it feels like Sanji is like the epitome of what a side character is because of like these instances where he just vanishes for no fucking reason. No, 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 no. He has a plan, right? He said it himself. He has a plan. Whatever that plan is. Well, in the next week's episode when we go over it, we get to finally see what happens. But for now, we get to see nothing. It just it's just another reason to have Sanji bust in and save the day with a catchy uh one liner. These these sets of episodes, we just shoved everybody back into their usual roles that kind of were left empty. Like the, the, Sanji does that. Zoro gets lost all the time, and Zoro's people. Nami goes. There's a storm brewing. <laughs> <laughs> she does that every episode. Exactly. Luffy gets stuck magically. Chopper is worried about people's health. He's the Do you, doctor. What, you guys are explaining character traits. Like, what? what is this? Right. That's what I'm saying. Everybody got thrust back into their normal roles after all of this nonsense that's been happening for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, we we, got, we met the uh, the Cyperpole people. So, yeah. How was that? My boy, Lucci. Let's go. Oh, my God. Justin, <laughs> you're such a fucking goon. The real question here is, you guys see this coming? I was actually kind of surprised, but kind of annoyed at the same time. Oh, what? That was the Gali Law guys? I think the only one that really surprised me was Bluno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a line when Iceberg's going over. He's like, Pity. I was hoping we could walk away from this story without resorting to violence. Kaliva. It's a shame you're as hard headed as your master. Bluno from the bar. Bluno from the bar? <laughs> <laughs> he was the most undercover out of everybody. That's that's the best part during that introduction is that he has to preface it by saying, you know, Bluno from the bar in case in case the rest of the audience forgot where he was from. From three episodes <laughs> ago, if you forgot. It's like a Scooby-Doo episode. Mr. Jenkins from down the street. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How, how do you f- feel about that, Christian? How do you feel about the mic drop? I don't know. It, uh, it, it was it was cool. It, it feels impactful in a way that like is like just a huge middle finger to Iceberg. Because, you know, he's been chilling with these guys for, oh, we don't even know how long, really. They, they didn't say how long they've been this deep undercover, right? What if in the next episode, they, they get like, we, we just joined last month and you never suspect. <laughs> <laughs> we got here right before the Straw Hats and you didn't see anything coming. We, we, we've been here for like two weeks and we've already ga- gained all of their trust. <laughs> uh, Kaku's still cool. I still like him, even though he's bad guy now. I, I can get down with bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, Isaac, I know you love Kaku because Kaku wears a hat even underneath his hat. A true god. The real question is, why couldn't Luchi do the same thing? Like, you're going to tell me that, that top hat Luchi rocks couldn't fit underneath that bison helmet or whatever? No, definitely not. 
But what what if what if they made the creative decision to have him wear it on top? So that way you get a like you I get think a that clue. Been too obvious though. <laughs> well, what it is? It might have been a little obvious. I will say the best part of the reveal is Hattori the pigeon coming down and landing on the bull's uh the bull shoulder before he unmasks himself. What what was funny about it, like the bird as a whole, for me was like watching the bird peck at the blood of uh the fake one on the floor, and right. I was like. That's fucked up. Like your bird's eating you. <laughs> and then now in hindsight, seeing how he wasn't actually dead all along, I was like, ah, makes sense. You're missing the point. What you see on the surface, the the fools, you're thinking, oh man, Hotri's like really concerned for downed Lucci. In reality, Hotri took care of all those goons in the hallway. <laughs> Dude, that was all Hotri. Stop. <laughs> But we also now know that Hatri is a government drone. See, he's yes. spying on. <laughs> he's literally a government drone. <laughs> if it flies, it spies. If dude. it flies, it mm-hmm. spies. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, so we learned that CP9 is actually the CIA. Yeah. Basically. Or yeah. a section of. It's the world government's version of uh, of the CIA, correct? The fact that it's number nine, and where's the other eight? It's like, it's like the British intelligence. It's MI6. What happened to the other ones? Where's, where's the other five? <laughs> but but this begs the question, do you think there's more hidden around, or you think it's just those five? I mean, Four? it's bound to All be right. more hidden around. Well, there's probably more that are part of Cypher 9, but I don't know about uh, more Cyphers. Got to your level. <laughs> Got to your level. So yeah, they, they came in uh, throwing hands. Do you guys see how strong these boom bums were? Yeah, they, they made sure. I I love the part with fucking what's his name? Uh, who's who's the strong guy? Tilestone. The bit with Tilestone running up against uh, uh well I guess we just know Blue or Bluno or whatever when he's guarding the door and he's just like I'm gonna beat the shit out of you with his hammer and he's like I'd really just like to see you. He had the ten. real ten ton hammer. <laughs> yeah. It's true. He had the real ten ton hammer, dude. Just holds his fist out and it crumbled. Crumbled like paper, dude. I can't wait to find out how they justify all of Blue Nose powers with the door door fruit. I got an idea already. Oh, go on. He's able to change his body into any type of door. So if you have an iron door. Materials that doors are made of. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But what about the part where he instant transmissions across a hallway to uh, and calls it and calls it shave? He's taken out three foremen, all on his own. <laughs> Shave. You're asking the real questions, Christian. We literally watched a dude get charged up with soda pop. Like, I, I got nothing. Shave is now not new. Remember the boy, uh, Black Cat Kuro? Yeah, Kuro. He did a version of that. Yes, he actually did, in fact. Shave may or may not be just a named variant of the same thing that Kuro did. That is what I would inform oh, you with. Oh, like the, the like super quick step that he does? Kuro didn't have powers or uh, devil fruit powers. He was just really quick. Yeah, he was just a weird cat guy, honestly, with weird swords for his so fingers. So that, you can assume that this isn't necessarily only a thing Bluno can do. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough, I guess. Okay, so we have Shave. We have Bluno's iron body where he just eats a hammer with his fist. And then my favorite double bounce. Double bounce. Yeah. Well, that's on, that's on uh, that's Khalifa. Yeah. What'd you call it? It's called Moonwalk. Moonwalk. That was it, bro. I'm I'm just saying, double jump would be a fantastic superpower to have. Like you don't even need to fly. Just give me double jump, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than double jump. She gets like five of those fuckers. <laughs> 
There's a lot of questions here, man. Like, like, do you think each of these bums have devil fruit powers? Yeah, I want to play that game. The, the only, uh, I don't know, it's weird. Uh, I'm going to say none of them have powers. I mean, besides Blue No, of course. So the only one with a devil fruit power is Blue No. That's that's, that's, that, that's going to be that's going to be my claim here. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I I'm on the same page because like they really emphasize how their martial arts are what you know are way too strong for uh poly so i don't think that they have devil, fr- devil fruits i think they're just naturally really strong mm, interesting because because they really emphasize the difference of martial arts like for yeah, example kaku no. has that x kick thing that somehow luffy could dodge while it's well, stuck in a kaku, wall kaku does the tempest kick yeah speaking of the 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 cp9 guys this does kind of coincide with my theory of what might be going on with the false assessment of the mary though yeah now you can't trust these fools why would we believe their assessment no one else from the crew went down there it's a thing no one believed Usopp. wow so question then where where, where does iceberg fit into all this do you think that that's still that so he's no longer a villain now don't, <laughs> no. i don't think that part of the theory is still intact i think we lost that part i i don't think iceberg is necessarily a good guy though still because they've said for his crimes but i guess his crimes is having the pluton which i think he just memorized the whole thing that's why they haven't killed him yet yeah wait did did they drop the fact before that pluton was a ship or is this the first time because i forgot yeah they did not know that pluton was a battleship so we know it's a battleship it's supposed to be some like super mega op weapon i want to ask you two how do you make like if you had to think of a ship like think up a ship for this thing what would it look like? Like, how do you just make a ship that a can't destroyer. be bested by any other? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think of uh, the big, the biggest boat you could possibly find or build, and then throw a bunch of guns on it, <laughs> throw, or throw it's... one giant fuck off gun on it, like it's a Death Star. Is it kind of cruel that this these plans are located somewhere where Crocodile wouldn't want to be in? Crocodile never stood a chance in the first place. <laughs> he was never gonna find I it. I don't even think Crocodile knew what pluton was he just knew it was a weapon yeah he definitely didn't know it was a ship he knew it was a weapon but he didn't know what kind what what i'm more interested about is to hear more about this ohara incident oh we're interested in the robin backstory now wait a minute ohara means family so in addition to uh to one left member of the crew robin we also got Usopp on the side who's just you know out there getting getting his shit or whatever and uh he gets noticed by the remnants of the frankie family and uh frankie goes to give deliver a third ass whooping to Usopp at some point (laughs) (laughs) not like this shout out to the shout out to the shop owner for giving him free jelly donuts true it's not jelly donuts stop it it's onigiri you know speaking of frankie we also got confirmation when his fuel source is in these apps yeah we did fucking soda i hate it pure coke I wonder if anything happens if the soda gets flat. I mean, his stomach is apparently just a fucking fridge, right? Yeah, does is it cool in there? He's a whole robot. So like anything's anything's possible at this point. You guys want to predict what's how this how these events are gonna unfold? Um Bluno from the bar is just gonna destroy everything. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna remember to always tip my bartender real good now. In case he tries to end the government. Yeah, in case he tries to come after me for some uh plans for a world destroying uh weapon uh predictions predictions um they uh <laughs> this is based on only one thing again and so it's not very strong but they throw around the term justice a lot mm-hmm. uh when they're having their own private meeting and part of me went 
what if there's like a a secret fourth commander like on Aokiji's level that it that, that that's like the head of CP9? Mm-hmm. Oh, because they throw a word around that justice word around a few times, and we know that that's a big like the commanders enforce their own type of justice all the time. I think it's fairly going to coincide with what I've said before, except for minus a little bit less Iceberg being the main villain. I still don't trust him I don't entirely. know, man. I, I still think there's room for it. For those puzzled, there's a recording out there of him having a whole theory, which we won't play until things transpire. So, you know, look out for that. <laughs> That's what he's talking about. Oh, wait, the public hasn't heard that? They definitely didn't hear it yet, but we record. What did we? What did we do that last time? I want to say two weeks. I have a feeling Nico Robin might not actually come back, but I don't want to agree with that because of like her connection with the group. Because like I feel like she's only using the group currently as a scapegoat for the assassination, but she doesn't actually want to leave. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we're running into a Nami situation here, uh, where Nami wants to stay with them and have fun. But she's got to go do Arlong things so that she can buy her town back. Right. Robin wants to go chill with the crew and have fun. But her problem her problem is that she knows she brings darkness every, and destruction everywhere she goes somehow, some way. You know, the, everything she told to uh, Sanji and Chopper is probably true. Late last night, I broke into the mayor's place of residence and shot him. <gasps> no way. Inside me, I carry a darkness that none of you know about. One day, that darkness will be the end of all of you. And what we don't know exactly what it is yet, if it's something deeper than that, or it's just like, she has horrible, horrible luck. But that's why she doesn't want to stay. I wonder if, like, Robin is a dedicated CP9 member, or if, for lack of a better term, she's like a freelancer that they just, like, let do whatever they want. And then they just rush and activate her whenever they need her. I think she is a freelancer because of the reason of like she didn't know the full plan of CP9. Like she didn't know that the, the he had information on the Pluton. Is the Ohara incident not the time she blew up like 30,000 ships? That uh, uh, correlates around the same time. What we know now is that there is an incident that is named for an island named Ohara. And we also know about her backstory being that she blew up several battleships uh, at the tender age of eight. And the Ohara incident happened 20 years ago as well. They could be one in the same working together as maybe like one single story, but they are technically two separate uh, like details, I guess. I kind of have another theory in, in regards to the Ohara incident and everything currently with Pluton. I think mm. since you now told me that O'Hara is an island, I think the reason why they're called the devils for the you know looking for the information is not that they're literal devils. It's that their their culture of people found the information to make Pluton, made it, destroyed the island in the event of the government trying to stop them from using Pluton, and she's the lone survivor of that event where Pluton was an actual ship destroying everything such as the 30 ships i don't think she used her devil fruits to do it i think she might have used pluton and then that ship oh. got destroyed a fucking eight-year-old's activating the fucking apocalypse <laughs> all right uh next week's 244 to 247 wait that's it we're trying to end the episode already do you got other things to talk about uh let me let me assess my notes aqua laguna is seeming like less and less of a threat as these episodes go on well, it hasn't started yet I mean, it hasn't started yet, but 
all of these people i mean besides the civilians like we're still on ground level we didn't go anywhere like all these craftsmen that are defending the base like aqua laguna was supposed to hit that night it's nighttime now i think it's like becoming nighttime no it is nighttime mm, maybe they meant like 12 o'clock at night you don't know all right quotes i can only i don't have an actual quote the only one i could think of is when uh Polly uh uh, is laying on the floor where he's screaming about like how he'll fight with like every bone in his body and he's like he lets out that guttural scream like you know with luffy while they're stapled to the floor you know <laughs> i actually found them scene really touching uh i got maybe a few quotes but the one I'll, i guess i'll stick to is um one zoro said if i get locked into a single line of thinking it'll only slow me down if she's my friend i have to be ready to forgive but if she's my enemy I have to be ready to fight. Oh, yeah. So I was ready to, 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 to cut her head off. I'm just saying that right now. Or give her a hug. He, he's open he made, to either he option. He made a very specific point to be like, I could go either way on this. I'm just, I'm just you know. <laughs> One thing I didn't understand what he did was he grabbed his whole sword and put it in the middle of the group. And I was like, what is the point for that? He's getting their attention. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was just an attention getter. <laughs> but it's like, bro, there's four of us. Like, none of us are speaking. I mean, but it looked it look kind of cool, though. What if this was supposed to be like a visual representation of like Zoro drawing the line? Is she friend or foe? Man, that's deep. You got to decide right now. I like that one. <laughs> that's it? We're done with quotes? Uh, that sounds like we're done with yeah, quotes. I, th- I think we're good. All right. Well, you know, I, I understand we don't want to do it. I kind of don't want to do it, but I kind of have to do it. Oh, what's happening? What, what are we doing now? Go- I'm going Golden Ham Zoro. I kind of want to give Golden Ham to Polly. Yeah, I, I would give it a I would give it a Polly for that one. The amount of dedication after getting shot like thirty times to still keep the ruse that he's you know he, even though he knows the whole plan that Iceberg gave him, and then that speech of still wanting to fight even though he's clearly coughing up fucking blood everywhere from his multiple gun wounds from his betrayal of friends. I I like where this man's head's at. I, I vote I vote Polly. I go Polly. Paul Polly. I didn't have anyone in mind for uh, Golden Ham, but I'll say Lucci. Cast away. Of course. <laughs> Who would have thought? I'm a castaway. Cast away. You were just in both, but on different yeah, boats. Castaways. Stop. <laughs> that song is too good for what it is. Uh, we did the episodes. All right. Uh, this week's grab bag is recommendations, kids. Uh, Isaac, you got something? Recommendations in any type of form or. Anything. Yeah, yeah, recommend you got anything a brand you of want, cookies man. you like? Recommend your brand of cookies. Anime-wise, I would just recommend everybody watch Bungo Stray Dogs if they haven't. Yo, my boy! Literally no one else in this fucking podcast knows what the fuck that is. Thank you. I love you. I, I, what, are you what are you talking about? I know what that is. Bullshit. Oh, uh, you know about it, but have you watched it? Nah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I've seen the openings. I've seen all five openings or yeah, something. I, I, yeah, I mean, but you you have your whole list of just recommendations that go into like the two, 2000s that you'll never get to. Oof. <sighs> Don't help me like this. Uh, edu- educate us uh, uncultured folks for a second on like what Bungo Stray Dogs is. So it's a world where people have gifts. They're not called powers, just gifts for some reason. And so the main character has a gift that he's afraid of, but he doesn't know what it is yet. Meets these two other people. They invite him to their group. And then from so on, he becomes a special detective for people with gifts. They fight the mafia. They fight other agencies. If you're a fan of uh, people in suits and some type of style, this is your thing. Like Bacchano or uh, Battle Blood. 
Yeah. Go watch it, kids. It's a good, it's a good anime. Hoping for season four, bro. There's three seasons. Yep. Yeah, currently, I think they're doing their little chibi anime right now for it. They have a chibi uh, anime out right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, Justin's been talking about this one for a while. Yeah, I've heard him mention it before. To be fair, I had I only heard of this show uh, from a friend in college. She was like, "Oh, you know, watch Bungo Stray Dogs." Blah 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 blah. And I was like, only, I never heard of it mentioned from anybody else but her." And then one day I was just scrolling online and it popped up. I was like, that sounds familiar. And I watched it and it was a great month of anime watching. Thank you for listening. If you would like to contact us, you can add us at Panda Sightings on Instagram and Twitter. If you have any questions for us, you can, we'd love to see them in our email at pandasightings at gmail.com. Also, uh, if anybody out there is like actually like watching, reading uh, recommendations or if you're like doing it now, as we told you about it, or if you like already knew about it beforehand and want to talk shop, feel free. We uh, we love interacting with you guys. Yeah, castaways. We are castaways. Good night. Love you. We are castaways. Or good morning.